One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Tottenham Villa. Um, I've described it as an offside horrific game. Um, I I wonder whether because this is this is two teams who are going to be fighting who will be fighting out for that fourth place so far. Because I think everyone was making a big deal about Tottenham early on in the season, and rightly so. They were playing good football. They're absolutely buzzing. They're having a good time with it. Um, like my manager, all that kind of all that kind of stuff. And then you've got Villa kind of ticking along. Villa are doing this with European football mm. so as much as we're by kind of praising Tottenham they're playing one game a week and so that realistically what they've got it shouldn't be a great shock that they're starting the season okay but the fact that Villa are getting what they're getting but also managing to be competitive two, two or well, three and games again we talk about like turning points in the season and stuff like Villa's away form has been shocking so for them to go and get a result against Tottenham away from home and actually you know put a marker down gives them that belief to maybe kick on and stuff like that like they're a good side and I think they've got the third best manager in the league see here's an interesting conversation because we were talking about Arteta before the show Keo yeah and I've had this for a while. Whenever a new manager comes into the league, it, it goes back to um, Ten Hag, and like Man United are buying, a, are buying a new manager, and at best he's only ever going to be the third best manager in the league. But there is this, it was like, who is that? Who is the third best manager? Yeah. I think logic would say it's probably Arteta. Why logic looks at trophies? No, 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 no exactly. No, but I, I, yeah, exactly. But this is why I think it's an interesting point that you even mentioned that because you've got him. And then we mentioned Pochettino as well in in that conversation. Like, yeah. but Unai Emery might be the third best manager in the league. So why are we shocked that Aston Villa are doing so well? I don't think I don't think anyone is shocked anymore that Villa are doing. It's a great well. question, though. Who is the third best manager in the league? And <laughs> I've not thought about it before, so it'll probably take about twenty minutes to come to a conclusion. But <laughs> I mean, you're right. Currency's trophies, isn't it? And great managers win trophies. Um, Emery has got a, a record of that. I, I say, following what we were saying off, off air before, I think he was really, really poorly treated at Arsenal. I think, I think yeah. it was a product of whoever came in after Wenger was going to struggle. Mm-hmm. And we, we've seen that with teams over the years. We've seen it United. We've seen it Liverpool. We've seen it. We've seen it everywhere. So I think he was a little bit harsh, and I think he got the pistol at him a little bit because of his. You know, like the casual com- race, yeah. racism about how he talks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't pissed at him. You're right, but he's gone to Villa and he's <coughs> putting a side together. Like I, I don't want to play Villa. Do you want to play Villa at the minute? No, no. Very glad we've played them. Yeah, very, exactly. very glad. Do you know what I mean? So, so I probably 
the way things are going, lean towards that. I do like the Tottenham manager. I do like him. Um, he was a profession when he came in. They looked good at the start. I mean, I know we said some things after the Liverpool game and contradict themselves a couple of weeks later, but I'd expect our manager to do that. I wouldn't yeah. expect our manager to come out after we've just won a last-minute win and we shouldn't have mm. and say, you know, that wasn't right. So that's all by the by. So, yeah, I'd probably lean towards Emery, but do like the Tottenham manager, but we're going to have to see him at a top level for a little bit longer because obviously the, the countries he's managed in, the teams he's managed haven't competed in Europe. I mean, I am, and he is just incredible as a manager. I, he's such a lovable character as well. Like, he's one of the managers that I sit there and I'm like, I actually think he's boss. Like, I've got nothing against him. He's he's pleasant. And you know what? I haven't actually seen him go over the top with reactions or anything. But when uh, Aston Villa got that equaliser, he was there. You saw the emotion and you saw maybe, you know, the away record, even though they're doing so well. And thinking to himself, if we could just get a couple more points away from him, my God, we could literally be sat top of the table. And I think you saw the emotion come out after they got back in the game and he's creating a fortress at Villa Park it's already a great atmosphere but with the with him as the manager and the way they play it's exciting football it's not shit football this is incredible football he's gone and bought great players Diaby un- unbelievable footballer he's making Ollie Watkins a, re- a real good number nine and not just against McGinn's great Luca Dean he's, he's made him a lot better uh, he's got Martinez, Matty Cash playing sound. So you've got to give him credit. And I, I think he's a brilliant manager. I think he's the third best manager. I think Arteta still needs to prove himself, but I think he's a good manager. Um, and it's it's hard not to like him either, to, to be honest. Like, I just like the him. The thing is as well, like, you know, I think sometimes you can get carried away, can't you, when you when you think about what the teams have done in other leagues, managers have done in other leagues. Like he's he's a, like I think at the time everyone thought Gerard was going to succeed at Villa, especially after the start. Maybe he took a very very poor Gerard side and has turned them into something where the contrast is massive. Isn't it's, it? it's huge, and that's the that, that's the di- difference, isn't it, between a good manager and an average manager or whatever yeah. that you can do that. I mean, you go into this league season and you're thinking Chelsea are going to be back. Tottenham are going to be up there because Posta Coglu is a good manager. Manchester United, another season under Ten Hag, should be ahead of Aston Villa. Liverpool should be ahead of Aston Villa. Arsenal should be ahead of Aston Villa. Man City should be ahead of Aston Villa. Newcastle should be ahead of Aston Villa. I mean, th- these are all team. Brighton should be ahead of Aston Villa. I mean, yeah. he's, he's doing a brilliant job and he's got to do it for the whole season, of course. But we do look at it game week by game week, don't we? So you can only take it on what's been played so far. And if you're a Villa fan right now, I'll go with that feel to be, yeah. you know, playing good football with a good manager. Because we've all, everyone says it. Villa's a, a good club with a good ground and good history and all this stuff. It must feel good in there at the minute, mustn't mm. it? Also, they've got a chance of winning that Conference League. He's literally got a chance of bringing them silverware yeah, in might, Europe. They might be the favourite because yeah, of him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his European experience. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, 
all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I come back to this a lot. You know, this is where the football's moved on and, you know, it's gone to the days of like a... Get eleven lads out on the pitch and tell them to work hard and pass the ball around and go enjoy yourselves or go and work hard, work harder than the, the other team. We, you know, we've had, we spent plenty of time with like Roy Evans and it's mad to talk to him. You know, I've been lucky enough to talk to a number of Liverpool managers over the years. Talking to Jurgen Klopp about football is well different to talking to Roy Evans about football. They just think about it completely differently, and that's because football's kind kind of moved on. You need to have a good manager to be a successful team. Now you do. You need to have a manager who's got something because if you've got boss players, everyone's got boss players now. Every team's got players who can score goals and, and beat. Systems, yeah. You know, the, the, this is it. You know, Premier League is quite. Uh, people think, oh, is it, is it a lower another level? I just think it's a general raising of level. It's a very competitive league, and you see it in the, in the dugouts. They can be the difference. A manager who knows how to react, who knows how to conduct himself, knows how to ingratiate himself with the fans and all that kind of stuff. They're really, really important things. And I look at those other guys who were outside of Guardiola and Klopp, and yeah, it's. I mean, Arteta. Well, I think there's probably a lot of Arsenal fans who would take umbrage with us not automatically saying he's the third, at he's, least the third best manager in the league. just a wish, Guardiola. I've said it before and I'll say it again, mate. <laughs> he's never going to be better than Guardiola. He's just always going to be worse than Guardiola. For me, it was the... I didn't watch the whole documentary, the um, All or Nothing Arsenal one, but there's a, a scene where he wheels out two speakers and he starts playing You Never Walk Alone on the training pitch. And... I, when I seen that, one, I was shocked. And two, if I was a player there, I'd be thinking, you cheeky bastard, do you think I can handle this? Yeah. Have you really got to go to this? <laughs> instead of talking about shape and tactics and how we beat this Liverpool team, you're playing, you never walk alone on two speakers. And saying, this is Anfield, ADL. this is Anfield. It's not, it's an Arsenal training pitch and you're embarrassing me and yourself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that's the, that's the difference between elite no, managers could you imagine you the white scarf singing you'll never walk alone <laughs> it in the faces this is what it'd be like this is what it'd be like <laughs> exactly so it's, for me that's there's a gulf between the Guardiola's and Klopp's and then the next category and that's that's the difference I, I think the silverware thing just to go back to it is, is important because it's pedigree and actually I think it, it shows a, it shows that you've got an ability to deliver based on past performance now it's interesting because Arteta he's only managed Arsenal so it's not like he can have that back catalogue of hits, he can't. He's not got five years. Like Ange Postecoglou, who's played in all kinds of mad leagues, or you know, and mm. and and has racked up silverware, rightly so. I remember seeing Flav making this point about how, like, you know, it's 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 comparable because if you if you've been the top, you've managed the top team in your league, then you've managed the top team in your league. It doesn't matter if then Man City are better than that team. You can only manage within the levels that you've that you've worked at. So success is success, and that's a useful, that's a transferable skill because pressure exists at every at every sort of level. Um, but Arteta, it's hard. It's just genuinely hard to judge where he's at. He's won an FA Cup and a, and a charity shield. Maybe two FA Cups. 
Um, maybe. Um, let me have a quick double check. But either way, it's not. It's not a hard. Uh, no, he's won one. He okay. won the FA Cup in 1920. Um, he I'm won the. He's won two. Trophy, he's won two Community Shields, uh, 20 oh, and 23. And that is... He's doing a good job, by the way. I'm not yeah. sitting here oh, saying yeah, he's, he's a shit manager. manager. I think he's a really good manager. And, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, it's said with a bit of a sarcasm, isn't it, about the, the wish Guardiola and stuff like that. But I, the point stands, I don't think he's ever going to be better than Guardiola. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to make a team that's better than Guardiola's team. And certainly not with the resources that Guardiola's got available to him yeah. as well. If you're trying to copy what Guardiola's, Guardiola's doing, it. using his playbook with less money and less experience... And Manchester City players the Pep's team not good enough in your squad, then it's a it's a genuine shock if you're able to. Yeah. I, I he feel looks love drunk when he looks at him in the eyes, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like you're not going to beat a man who you like you, you love that much. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, but just on in terms of what other managers have won, you know, Unai Emery as a manager's won the Europa League three times, as we well know. He won Liga, he's won two French cups. I thought it was uh, four. He's won. Two, I thought he won three with Sevilla and one with Villarreal. Two league cups. Um, he's won the, the Trophée des Champions twice. Um, he was the runner-up at the Europa League with Arsenal as well. Oh, sorry, that was sorry. That's how I, that was with Sevilla. You're right. Um, then I'm, I'm going. Sorry, I'm going club by club. Villarreal. Then he won it with with them as well. So yeah, sorry, I apologise. You're right. He's got four Europa Leagues. Then you go to Mauricio Pochettino, who was <laughs> football league cup runner up in 2014-15, Champions League runner up in 2018-19. He won one league and with Paris Saint-Germain, he won the cup with them and he won the the trophy the champion with there with them Michel Arteta we've mentioned him already. And Postecoglou, I haven't got enough time on the podcast to list all the mad silverware that he's won. Australian yeah, the OFC Australia under 20 yeah. <laughs> championship. Brilliant. Well done mate. Um he won the Scottish Premiership twice, Scottish Cup, Scottish League Cup twice as well in that time. And one manager we've literally basically not mentioned other than in passing is Eric Ten Hag, um, who won three uh, Eredivisies with Ajax, mm-hmm. um, the Dutch Cup twice, the Johan Cruyff Shield once. He won the Regional Liga uh, with Bayern Munich two in 2013-14. Did, he, Did yeah. you know? Won the went. League Cup with Manchester United, by the way. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of managers who've won silverware. So we settled, though, in I Emery, do you yeah. think? Yeah, and you know what's mad when you when you look at that at the start of the season there or, or or last season if you'd have said Emery or Pochettino, Pochettino would have been put above him, wouldn't yeah. he? Because the way he was treated and because the way it went for him. Yeah. But that record there and them trophies is yeah, I'm going with him. He's done more than Pochettino's done, and no one thinks about the fact that Unai Emery was PSG manager, I, which is funny. You know? I reckon I'd have still said Unai Emery last year just because of how crap Pochettino was at PSG. Yeah, because, it, like, seriously, you did basically have what Manchester City have. You had an endless amount of money to spend. You had the world's superstar right now in Kylian Mbappe. You also had Neymar. I don't know what he does, actually, to be perfectly honest. He... he Tore scores apart, lots of goals does... it's a surprising amount of goals yes um, you also had Lionel Messi the world's greatest to, to ever play for me and he just he didn't know how to control them all he wasn't a, a good manager in that sense his tactics might have been great but he underperformed in pretty much everything it was probably lucky that he actually won the French League because at one point they were doing horrific Um so you know, I actually think that really damaged Pochettino's not like not career because he's still a top manager. But if you, if you're not 
wiping the floor in the French league. There's something not. Well, it's weird because it helped him a bit because he can at least point back and go, "I've won. I've actually won some trophies yeah. now." So mm. actually, it was a thing that was missing from his CV. But no one looks at it and goes, "He made an absolute stellar success." Yeah. Of the and PSG it's happening job. again. It's happening again yeah. right now. He's in the same situation yeah. as City. Got all the money in the world. Any player you want, and he's sitting tenth in the league. So with Nicholas I, Jackson I, up front. To answer Keir's question, I would have gone Pochettino, you know, and I think it's more to do with the fact that it's the style of play. You're always sort of, I think you're drawn, aren't you, to people who want to play with the, mm. with the ball and, and dominate possession, whereas it's harder to go, yeah, I really want him in charge who's going to sit back and hit you on the counter-attack. Because I don't think you'd want that, would you? Atletico Madrid's manager, he might be the best manager in the world for what he's achieved with the resources against Madrid and against Barcelona but it's the style of football you think fucking hell, I'd never pick him yeah. yeah it's interesting really is interesting uh, yeah apropos of nothing there you go I didn't expect us to dive into that let's just quickly <laughs> jump back to a wonderful start off Tottenham Hotspur they're the first teams who have ever won their first 10 games then lost the next three yeah. um, which is just wonderfully I saw that on Match of the Day too yeah wonderfully <laughs> wonderfully <laughs> yeah, Spurs <laughs> classic Spurs I just love the idea of that it's like yeah you know just having a, having a good time with it though aren't they that looks fun like even speaking to Flav obviously he's, he's a Spurs fan and does the Fighting Cock podcast and stuff he's just happy that they're playing good football and you know after you go through fucking defensive managers <laughs> and shit like that <laughs> but I think there's a there's a core of Spurs fans certainly Flav is he's very like we are as Liverpool fans who just wants to go and like they want to win things of course but the He's accepting that you can't win every trophy all of the time. It's because you are up against fucking better clubs. Yeah, yeah. The, from the outside looking in with Tottenham, what annoys me the most is they seem to be changing the belief system in there. Now, they've always had that we're Tottenham and we're probably going to collapse here. But, and although they have won 10 games and collapsed, like they do seem to be a little bit more optimistic. They're, they're feeling around the place and it probably helps with the result that happens against those and you can see them after it, they're all partying in the seats and their tunes were on and I thought, that's not like Tottenham now, do you know mm. what I mean? So they have changed a little bit but you just got to have to get back to winning ways because to win 10 games and lose three on the bounce, that's just Tottenham all over. It reminds me when Everton were top after like five games. Oh, September. Or, you know, they, they, won, like, they won all them games at the, start, the first three or Carl four. Ancelotti. Yeah. Well, even like, they even do it with Rafford as well. Like, they're, in, they're, they're, like, they're fucking laughing. Oh, this is it. You know, that, yeah, kind of do, spin it to the blues or whatever the fuck it was and they're all like, oh, this is great. And then just, just relax a bit, lads. But yeah. the Tottenham thing, it's just like, I think I'm with Keo there. I, 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 I am a little bit annoyed because... I think they've got their clop. I think that's what he is. They wouldn't swap him for anyone now, no, would they? Because yeah. they just get they're just they're just tapped into him, aren't they? They yeah. just yeah. know. And I think when you get a manager who's really good and is completely in keeping with who you are as a fan base, boss things can happen. Yeah. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.